Wow. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Chase's CarCast. I have not been on here for a while, but I do miss y'all very, very much, and I hope to post more on a consistent schedule and a constant basis. I also hope to get more people on the podcast. But today is not the episode for all of that sappy stuff, and I really don't know where this episode is going to go. I have a thought in mind, and I know that I want to run wild with it, and I didn't script this one out because I want it to be so genuine that you can feel it through your your headphones or your speaker or whatever you may be listening with right now. I want to talk about potential. I want to dive deeper into why we as people are so scared of other people saying yes to us or opportunities presenting themselves and us going after them. Because I struggle with it all the time. I don't believe that I am someone who is capable of doing the things I've already done. Mm-hmm. What, a, what an interesting mindset that is. Believing that you're not enough when you have proven time and time again that you are more than enough. Being so scared of people saying yes that you don't even go after the thing you want to go after. Being so in your mind about things that you don't let any of your brilliant thoughts out of your mind. Because what if people shoot them down? What if the opportunity goes away? What if you are told no to your dreams? What if, what if, what if? I'm trying to do this thing where I challenge those what ifs with something positive. What if people say yes to me? What if I get that dream job? What if I go after it and it works out for me? Because really, when it comes down to everything, we're not going to be alive forever. (laughs) There is no winner. There is no trophy if you live for this amount of time. We all are going to die at some point. And I don't really know if I want to die with all of these what-ifs. I would rather die with that worked or that didn't work. (laughs) I would rather die with at least I adapted and I tried this out because that other thing really wasn't going for me. At least I tried and we'd failed. Because another thing that's been on my mind is failure. Why is it viewed as such a negative thing? I've held myself back from so many opportunities because I was scared of failing that I didn't even give myself the opportunity to fail or succeed. I didn't give myself the opportunity at all. I didn't give people the opportunity to say yes to me because I was so scared of that no. Why are we scared of rejection? What is so scary about it? I know I've said scary a lot today. (laughs) I might need to find a different word. But what's so terrifying about rejection that just means that that opportunity wasn't yours, but something is. Those, those no's or those closed doors are just leading us to the yeses and the open doors. They're, it's a path. Any journey that we're all going on right now is just a different path to different things. And even if we do something that was an open door and it closes later on, we still got that experience. Everything is, everything is rooted in experience. Rejection is experienced because now you know what not to do or how to do something differently. No's are experienced, like the word no. (laughs) Noses. Um, The word no was an experience because now it shows you different things you can move on to. There's just so much opportunity in life that people just don't go after. 
and I'm I'm talking on my experience because I know that I am someone who will not give someone the chance to tell me yes. But this kind of has changed in the past few days. Excuse me, I just burped. But like inside. I guess the reason I've been bringing this topic up is because I have never been a server. I've never been a server at a job. I've been a busser. I've been a front desk receptionist. Those are like the two closest things that I could even relate to being a server. But personally, I don't think I'm good enough to be a server. And so what I did with that was I went to a country club and I interviewed for a position to be a server. And I told the person straight up, I was like, I've never been a server, but I'm trying new things out. And I instantly thought that she was going to tell me no. She hired me on spot. Giving people the opportunity to tell you yes can bring things that you didn't even know were possible. And it's terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. I didn't want to go to that interview. I didn't want to go to that interview because I didn't want to hear the words no. If I had not gone to that interview, I wouldn't have been given the opportunity of being told yes. Am I scared for what's going to happen now? Absolutely. That confidence did not change it one bit. I'm still scared. I don't know if I'll be a good server, but being good at something doesn't necessarily mean I won't try out for it. We're not naturally meant to be good at everything. But what we do is that we gain the experiences from it. So even if I'm not a good server, I get to experience my public speaking and work on my social anxiety. And if I am a good server, then I get more tips, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Another thing that's been on my mind is how little time we actually have. And how time moves always. Time is a constant. It doesn't stop or slow down for anyone. It keeps going. So why are we not doing more things with it? Why are, not, why are we not going after the dreams and the goals we've set for ourselves? Because most of my reasoning has honestly been because it's not the perfect time. What is the perfect time? I didn't know there was a perfect number. We have favorite numbers. My favorite number is uh, seven. I really like the number seven. I'm not really sure why. It looks pleasing. But why are we not attempting more of the things we are destined to do or we're wanting to try out? Even if it doesn't work out in the end, again, that experience is still going to be had. And the reason, I've been re the reason I've been focusing so heavily on this is I am a junior in college. I'm an undergraduate. I have, I'm a psych major. Uh, if you didn't know that, you probably could tell. And I've been actively looking at dual master's and PhD programs. I could get my master's and my PhD in five years. In five years, I will be 26. That's still so young. <laughs> That's still so much life to live. And I've been holding myself back from it. I've been holding myself back even looking into it because, well, it's terrifying. Because what if I don't want to do the things I've been looking out for? What if I don't get into these programs? What if this and what if that? Because all those what ifs circle in my mind as much as the next person. But then I got to like 20 seconds of insane courage and I emailed these universities. And today I got off the phone with one of these universities and I absolutely fell in love with it. Does that mean that I'm going to stop looking? No. I'm going to keep looking. I want backup options, just in case. 
but it made me realize that there's so much life that we still live and there's so much to do with the time that we have that why are we not doing it? Because we're waiting for that perfect time? There is no perfect time. You can get yourself in a better position to maybe go after the things you want to do, but if you don't start, you'll never go after them. If you don't take your first step, you're never going to walk. If you don't take your first breath, you won't even breathe. Even just looking into what you want to do is more than doing nothing. We all have different goals. We all have different dreams. We're all on different paths. But I feel like there's such a big, heavy, just focus on doing things at the perfect time. Perfect time for a relationship. Perfect time for a child. Perfect time for your dream job. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. There is no perfection. My perfection is a lot different than your perfection. So why do we have a universal fear of doing things at the perfect time? Why do we have a universal thought process of, well, I have to wait in order to do this? Why? Time doesn't wait. Why do we? If time doesn't slow down or stop, what is the perfect time? Why have we already made that the narrative for things? Hopefully that made sense to y'all. <laughs> uh, I'm fearful for the future, but I'm also excited because I know that I could plan as many things as I want to and I could thoroughly detail out a planner and a notebook and write down everything that happens, but I can't control my future in the sense of time is going to do whatever it does with my future. I can't be the yes or the opportunity that I want to be. All I can do is adapt, change, flow, be fluid with whatever happens and just know that everything does happen for a reason. I know that's such a cliche line, but it really does. Because we can't control time, so why do we try to put a control on it? Why do we let time control what we do? I've always said this, but I think I want to change the narrative to it. When people ask me if I want a child, I say, yes, I want to adopt a child but I want it to be the perfect time. I don't think that's true anymore. I don't think, there, I, don't think I want a perfect time because that time will never come. If I keep waiting for something like that, something so changing, something so just flowing with whatever it, it wants to do, then I'll never have a child. I'll never adopt a kid because there will never be a perfect time to do so. I've always said that I want to be financially stable for a child. Now that... That is more concrete, but also that can change too. Because when you really think about it, the things that you're waiting on are really just where your heart's at. Obviously right now I'm not going to adopt a child because I'm 20 years old and I am still pursuing things of my dreams and everything like that, but <laughs> now I'm just thinking about that. Of like, I don't know, yeah, right now I'm not obviously going to get a child. Uh, that was like a very drastic thing to just put into perspective, but it's always been on my mind. Um, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say now. That's what happens when I get on these motivational rants, or just these rants in general, is I have such a like specific thing I want to talk about, and then I kind of just hope for the best. And sometimes when it slows down, it usually means that whatever I needed to say has already came out, and hopefully uh, it's transferable to whoever is listening. 
I guess to wrap everything up, because I don't remember what I was going to go on a tangent about. <laughs> That's why I write scripts. I guess to just kind of wrap everything up is, if you have something you want to do, but you're waiting for that perfect moment to do it, you will never do it. And if you do do it, if you do want, I don't know how I want to phrase that. See, this is why I write scripts. I also don't edit these podcasts, so this is going to be a fun little moment. <laughs> Eventually, you'll do whatever you want to do in life, but if you keep waiting for that perfect time to do it, it won't happen. You won't be genuine in it. If you have a burning passion and a burning desire to do something, but you're waiting, that wait can honestly be that water to put you out. Because it'll die down, and your motivation will ebb and flow with how life moves, and maybe you'll get so caught up in trying to do it that you won't even do it. Maybe you'll get so caught up in trying to go fast as you can, and maybe you'll get so caught up in your own feet and fall. Because I get that. I do that a lot of times. That's what I did my college experience so far. I didn't do my freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. I've honestly been doing my freshman, sophomore, and now senior year. I went so fast and didn't appreciate the things going on around me that now that I look back, I'm disappointed. I know I can't go back and change anything, but it's honest. Because on the outside, on the surface, I can tell people I can graduate a year early and that I'm doing these amazing things and I've been able to handle this entire course load and work a full-time job and people will look at that and be like, wow, that's crazy, like, you're financially stable enough to do X, Y, and Z and you're already moving ahead in your future, but in all honesty, I wish I slowed down. I wish I took the time to make connections and friends and join clubs and do all of that, all of that cliche college stuff because in all honesty, all I did was be in the library and study. I stressed myself out when really I could have just taken that time that always moves and enjoyed my life. But now that I'm in a position where I'm already so far into what I want to do, that momentum is there and that drive is there, which is why I've been looking into these programs as early as I have been. Because at this point, if I already have that momentum, I want to take it into what I do next. And even though I have a dream school, and they tell me no, which might happen, I don't know yet, I haven't applied, <laughs> well I can't apply, but I would rather give them the opportunity to tell me no than never apply. Because the opportunity to tell, to, for some position or something to tell you no is, the, is another opportunity for them to tell you yes. If you don't apply yourself to the things you are passionate about, you will never, ever know if you're able to do it. You'll, you'll, never, you're, you'll never figure out what sparks you if you don't set a fire first. Because, yeah, times in life will be that water and put you out. And then you'll figure out another way to dry yourself off and spark that fire again. That's really what I wanted to say, and really just wanted to put into anyone's heart or minds. I know this is kind of everywhere, right? But I just wanted to put that in perspective of, if you have something in your heart or in your mind or something you've been dying to do, and you're waiting for that perfect time, I, I challenge you to just put your, put your foot in, 
Just see what happens. Give people the chance to tell you yes. Give people the chance to bring out your intelligence or your fire or your spark or your motivation. Allow people to show you who you are. Because sometimes it's very, very difficult to see that. Sometimes it's super difficult to realize that you have potential. Allow people to show you, tell you, acknowledge the fact that you are so enough for anything you want to do. You are enough for what you want to do. You are enough for the people that care about you. You have always been enough. You will always be enough. Let people pour water into you. I don't think that's an expression. What I meant to say was let people pour in you. Like, let's, let's see what happens when we drop our guard and we actually grow in our potential. Let's see what happens when we give people the chance to love us. Let's see what happens when we give ourselves the chance to love us. Because in life, it's just a journey. Like, we're all on different paths and we're all ebbing. We're all just figuring things out. So why not be wildly confident in your ability to do what you want to do? Why not say, yes, I went after it, and maybe it didn't work out, but I still did it. Or yes, I went after it, I was terrified, and it worked out for me. I made connections from it, I did this from it, I did that from it. Because once you realize that you, you are enough for anything, that's when that progress and that growth starts to happen inside of you. That's when you realize that, hey, I am intelligent, I am smart, I am enough for this job or for this person or for this position. And it may even be, I am enough to leave and figure out what works best for me. I feel like there's such a large narrative when it comes to silencing ourselves for the comfort of others. You shouldn't. If you know that your voice is meant to be heard, speak. Those who need to hear it will listen, and those who are closing their ears off, well, that's on them. That's not on you. If you have something in your heart and you know with a burning passion, with a burning sensation and feeling inside of you that you are meant for what you're doing, don't silence yourself for the comfort of others. Because someone who needs to hear what you have to say will hear it. Even if it's just one person, or even if you feel like you're talking to yourself, something away, something will be pulled from it. Something will be drawn from it. You are, you as the listener, whoever is needing to hear this, this scramble of thoughts, you have something inside of you that is just uniquely yours. Stop allowing people to take that away from you. Stop giving people the opportunity and the chance to use you. You are unique and special and you are worth so much more than you give yourself credit for in whatever you're trying to pursue in life. So listener, I'm going through this journey and this challenge right now, but I, I dare you to give things a chance to say yes to give people the chance to say yes to you, for them to pull out that passion and that drive inside of you. 
for the opportunities to give you whatever they need to give you at that moment. Uh, thank you for listening to this world, this word scramble, this random podcast episode. If you could pull anything from it, great. If you think that I can't speak English, you're correct. And I will see you in the next episode.